Hi, Matt. Uh, my name is Mike Strauss. I'm the CEO of Luca Mining. Um, Luca, Luca is a mining company, a mining company operating in Mexico. We've got an operating mine, which we've had since 2018, but it's been producing since 2009 or so. And we have a second project, which is under construction. We've just announced 500 tons a day at the Tawoto mine. That's a gold mine. Um, and we're now on, you know, on the path to a thousand tons a day to double that throughput. You are, Mike. Good to have you back. Um, good to see you. And you're still there. That's the good news. Um, <laughs> we saw the headlines. Um, you're doing what you said you were going to do. That's what, what I'm keen to talk to you about um, today. I think, you know, if we looked, we follow this story from early on. I think the team was kind of struggling to do the things they wanted to do. Um, headline recently that I'm, I'm looking at is obviously that that 500 ton per day uh milestone well done how'd you, how'd you do it well the devil's in the detail um we had we had to make some organizational changes you know um it's a simplistic example the construction project was being run by an exploration geologist it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist and i was doing his best but square peg sort of round hole problem so so, you know, there were, were changes like that that needed to be made. We brought in some construction management expertise. Um, so you needed that. You needed the right people involved. And then it's attention to detail. It's just it's just getting into the weeds on, you know, what is it exactly we're doing? How much is it really going to cost? How long will it take? And just going through those cycles and on a day-to-day -day basis, just every day follow up. And that's how, you know, that's how you get these things done. And that's what we did. I mean, it's, you know, it, you needed to get a real buzz on the site and there needed to be a um, a real shift change in the focus and the energy at the site. And that's what we got, you know, and probably probably three months ago, we finally got there where there was a real buzz and a lot of activity and people really focused. And that's what you need to get to be able to, you know, achieve these things. And so a lot of hard work, but yeah, we got it. I'm very pleased with that. Okay, so right, you, you've come in as an engineer and um, looking at the, the operation. And this is why I ask companies the question, you know, when, you, you, when you're an explorer and they start talking the game of getting into production, it, it's not as simple as that. Right people, the right 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 place, the right skill and experience. Um, okay, so look, look obviously you, you've achieved this, but the, the job of a CEO is, is never done. Um, people are now looking towards the next target, 1,000 tonne per day, presumably. Um, have you got the right people? Um, we know you've got some money. You've raised some money recently. What's it going to take and how long? We'll, we'll hit the 1,000 tonnes a day by the end of the year uh, or just before. But um, I think... Um, you know, fundamentally, it's actually the easier of the two steps, believe it or not. Um, the big win here was to get to 500 because apart from getting all the organizational stuff right and getting people really focused, that that doesn't change now. You know, we don't take the foot off the pedal. As far as the guys at the side are concerned, uh, there's, there's sort of the achieving 500 is really, um, that was yesterday, I'm just getting on with today's tasks now. You know, it's a continuity of work and effort. Um, and actually, the, the scope of the thousand ton project is, is, as I say, somewhat simpler than the 500 ton was. The a number of elements at the site already at a thousand ton a day configuration, you know, the flotation, the, the concentrate, filtering, etc. So there's some ancillary things that are continue finishing off during the course of this year. Tailings construction was a big one. We've we finished the first stage, which was an important part of the 500 ton project. We've done that. Tailings construction, though, just continues for the rest of the year. Um, 
probably with a small delay with rainfall, but otherwise it just goes on, you know. Um, so it's really uh, continuing doing what we were doing. And the uh, thousand ton scope is, the budget for that is about eight and a half million US. Um, there's a little bit of work in the mine, mine infrastructure, materials handling to do, um, and other things like a, a tailings filter press and, and obviously a second mill to give us that extra, you know, that double that throughput. We've got the mill already, so... So yeah, you know, pretty comfortable that it just keep going, and and we'll we'll definitely get that. Okay, so everything on on surface is kind of gearing up towards that, you know, you know, blending the materials to kind of put put through. Are you concerned at all about being having having enough ore and of the right mix of ore to be able to put through to kind of get the um, the numbers? No, that you're actually, for? we've 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 put some effort into that as well. So you know, our our plans uh, include all of the capital development we need to get access to different ores. Um, we've got. Obviously, a number of vein systems at the mine, but we're focused on two of them at the moment. Uh, one of them is higher grade, one of them is sort of average grade, and we're blendy. Um, and we have we have detailed mine plans that show where we're going to be producing from, when, and you know, etc. So, no, so we've got all that ramp up planning done. Uh, you know, the access development is being done as we speak to to set ourselves up for a thousand tons of day. Right, and, no. and we, like we, sh- we shouldn't sort of, you know, skip over the, the money side of things. It was, it was, it was ju- just shy of 25 million, um, ca- million bucks Canadian that, that you raised in a market like this. Now, I guess like, a few things working in your favor, high precious metal um, price in, environment and you're a producer, that helps. But what, were, what was the money reacting to? The fact that you've been able to fix a few problems or is it looking to you know, what were you promising about the future? A bit of both, I guess. I think, you know, it it, it underpins really, I suppose, confidence in the new team and the fact that, you know, we, although as we closed the placing, we hadn't quite yet then demonstrated that we are doing what we say we're going to do. I think there was confidence that we could do that. So I, I think it's a belief that finally we'll get this done. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time meeting with those investors and things and just providing that confidence so and i think the plans you know going forward not being over ambitious you know walking through it do it in a logical step by step don't run before you can walk we did the 500 now we do a thousand and so do it in a progressive sensible way can sound a bit boring it's not over promotional but it it gets the job done and that's exactly what we have to do now because you know we lost that the company lost credibility in the market because of over-promising in the past and not delivering. Now our focus is to do exactly the opposite, right? You know, we must do what we say we're going to do. Right, okay. I mean, someone, I, th- I think it was a geologist, uh, said to me, you know, geologists are naturally uh, hopeful, um, you know, full of optimism about what, what the ground can give up, whereas engineers tend to be a little bit more conservative. You know, so that, I guess that's what the, the money needed to hear. But... Yeah. You've got a, I guess you've got the luxury of reasonable, well, Campo Morata, you've got a 20 year uh, plus re- resource there, right? You've got 10 years plus uh, reserves at, at Tahueto as, as well. So is this really just an, an engineer's dream of, you know, let's, let's make that efficient as possible. Let's feed, feed the mill as, as uh, efficiently as possible. Or is there some, still some kind of blue sky aspirational component to this? And if so, who's looking to that? That there is there is some strong upside for both the assets, and that's really I mean I, apart from the the pleasure of being able to build something again, um, 
for me, that was one of the factors that, that enticed me to come come on board. It was, you know, I could see there was some strong upside of both of them in different ways. They're obviously Campo Morado and Tawato are very different types of deposits. I have VMS, I'm Nepizermal, Corpswain. So, you know, different types of upside, but, but in effect, similar in the way that they've both got some really good targets in the immediate mine area. Um, but also, as you step back and look at the whole of the concession or the license area we have, Lots of upside there, which really hasn't been tested much at all. So we've got some money in the budget this year for exploration, um, and obviously we'll be doing a lot more next year uh, at both the sites. Um, the focus at Tawoto is, because we've got a 10-year mine life, as you said. So you could say, well, we don't really need to do a lot of exploration now. We've got 10 years of life ahead of us at 1,000 tons a day. But what I would like to do is look at building out the resource to see then, you know, in terms of a, a conceptual study about can we wrap this up? Because I think the right throughput rate for Tawetu is probably about 2,000 tons a day, where the economics would be super. Um, so the, the rationale for doing some more drilling at Tawetu is to say, okay, yes, we can see where we can build out the resource. And so we could have eight or 10 years of 2,000 tons a day rather than 1,000. Now we've got something really, you know, really attractive. So I want to start exploring that in a literal and in a sort of engineering way to see what that what would be involved and... Uh, Start getting a feel for that, yeah. So that'll we'll do that. See you. Okay, and, and and again, you say it's all about the detail. You, you know, I think what the projects have have suffered from certainly perception, and I think probably a little, a little bit of reality is, you know, re- recovery rates. Um, you know, this perception that this is, this is tough. It's great for you as an engineer in, in terms of intellectually stimulating, but in terms of where these efficiencies come from for you are going to be focused, like, yes, it, it increase the uh, resource and, and reserves, hopefully, um, increase for 1,000 to 2,000. Here we are at 500, talking about 2,000. It's great, isn't it? 1,000 uh, to 2,000, getting those recovery rates up and, and, and improving the margins uh, in, involved here. Is that, what, how, what do you see? What, what are the other challenges that you see or opportunities, I should say, that you see? At Tawito, um, it's actually not a difficult mine to operate. The problem with Tawito is we've been building, building it, get it built. Um, the mining side of things is straightforward. Uh, there's opportunities to use more bulk methods in future, reduce some of the opex. The process side of things is straightforward, not you know not difficult. We get decent recoveries. Um, we don't have any sort of deleterious elements and things like that, which we have to manage carefully. So. So really, you know, Tawetto is, is relatively straightforward on the upside, as I was saying, you know, is, is to just look at the expansion. Um, and we have multiple planes where we haven't, we haven't even got into those yet. Campo Morado, of course, is a very different fish. It's, it's a, you know, it's a VMS deposit. It's ultra-fine grinding. You know, it's always, it's got a reputation for being metallurgically challenging, as most of these VMS deposits are. So our focus, we've got consultants on site this week, coincidentally, and uh, we're, we're looking at and this is part of an ongoing process to just progressively improve recoveries and concentrate grades. And just so there's a lot of incremental change going on at Campo Morado. We brought on our third concentrate stream just recently. Um, we're producing now a, a sort of a bulk silver lead copper concentrate, which is you know commercial grades. So we're doing that was a that was a, an important development. Um, but we're also looking at some step changes. We announced recently, you know, the the pilot scale testing we've done on some Jameson cells, uh, as an example. So we're looking at ways of improving both our base metal and precious metal performances at Campbell Brado. But you know, it's Campbell Brado requires more technical input. It, it always those types of deposits always require 
a higher level of technical management. But um, we've made some good progress there too. And I think, you know, with consultants there this week, we'll, we'll see some more development soon too. Okay, so what's the message to market here? Because you're setting the around a sort of 70 million market cap um, today as a producer. I mean, yeah. we're seeing exploration companies with not as much as you got in as you have in the ground get get better valuations than this. So clearly, it's come from difficult beginnings. You've been here since September-ish What's last year, yeah. nine, nine months or so now. You know, obviously things are starting to move. What was the what is the um, hope of the board in terms of things that you're going to be able to prove to market about what you now are you've done the name change it signals that you want to be seen as someone else and something else so what is it that we need to think of the company luca mining um Altale mining as was i mean what one of the interesting things about us is you know two years ago um our market cap was well over 200 million canadian and as you say, you know, we're now sitting fluctuating around the sort of 45 to 50 or so. And there's a story, as I think we touched on before, is what brought us to that point. It's, you know, a, a Mexican bank that was funding the construction at Taweto, which failed. Uh, they also had a large stock position and they were trickle selling. So there was pressure on the stock all of last year, blah, 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 blah. Right. So a lot of that has brought us to this point, which really creates the opportunity because, you know, now either one of our assets, and now we're basically talking about two producing mines. You know, commercial production at Taweto is a thousand tons a day, end of the year, but we're producing now, right? And we're cash positive at 500 tons a day with the current metal price. Either one of our assets has got a, a valuation greater than our current market cap. And when you put the two together, it's substantially great. So, you know, we, but there's, there's a history and you have to overcome that, that history, right? By doing what you say you're going to do, by being sensible about it, not over promoting it, but just delivering. And um, and really, I think uh, well, that's that's the theme for this year, right? Is getting that done, return or or build some credibility. Um, this year really is about building that credibility, so that people have faith and they can see that we're actually now you know a, a properly run mining company, uh, not something halfway between being an exploration company and a miner or a developer and not really sure, but you know clearly a mining company, well run. Uh, profitable, two two operating mines by the end of the year, and then really this year is about setting ourselves up for a really good twenty twenty four, both from right. a production uh, point of view, and then ex, you know exploring other opportunities, um, okay, growth well, and, and some you know and pro probably some acquisitions, right? But okay, but but let, let's let's walk before we run, right? So I, I think exactly, yeah. you know. I, I get that 20, 2022 is, well, end of 21, whole of 22, very difficult. Yeah. This is a reset year. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean nothing's happening. I mean, lots of the good things happening. But you, you, you spent a lot of time in your presentation um, looking to 2024. Looking to 2024 in terms of output um, operations, but most importantly, as all businesses should, uh, operating cash flow. Uh, and net cash flow, and it, I, you know, I'm intrigued at what you do with that because obviously we've talked in the past. Certainly, um, I talked about it with Ralph, and obviously you uh, as well. Is, which is like obviously yes, those difficult um, situation with with the yeah, banking yeah. group and there's there's trickling is selling in, in, in the marketplace, but the debt uh, position as well. 2024, you've got to sort the balance sheet out as as well, right? So well, we've made some really good progress there. I mean, you know, we. 
would say 12 or 18 months ago, perhaps, you know, the, the, the debt overhang with the company was, was something in the order of about $50 million. Um, as a result of this financing package now, the private placement and some of the debt conversions that have gone along, you know, in parallel, um, our debt position now is going to be sitting at around 25 million Canadian. A significant part of that, in the order of about 10 or 11 Canadian, is, uh, is the residual note that was held by that Mexican bank, uh, which is, you know, which is being disposed of by the liquidator. And, uh, you know, we, we believe it's going to be picked up by a party, uh, you know, uh, friendly to the company. So, so that we can dispense with that. And we'll then be left with, uh, only one debt facility, um, to the tune of about, I think about 11 US. But I mean, it's, it, you know, and we're actually looking at debt restructuring opportunities as well there too. So, you know, we've, We've done. We've made some really good progress on cleaning up the balance sheet. It was another one of these issues with the company historically. You know, so well, think about what was Altale and think, well, okay, you know, heavy debt position, not delivering when they say, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it, there's a lot of things being dealt with in parallel this year to really set ourselves up. And that's why I keep referring to it as the turnaround year. You know, the turnaround story for this year because you've got to sort all of that out to position yourselves. You know, for the for the future and and. You know, I think we'll have done all of that, all the lion's share of it by the end of the year. Right. Okay. And, and, I, I, hear, and I hear what you're saying. It's, it's like I say, you, you, there's a lot going on, a lot positive as well. Um, in, in terms of that allocation of capital, you've talked about, you know, some of the blue sky, you know, exploration component too. But the, this, there's also going to be, um, what, potentially a feasibility study at Tahuato? You, I right? think we'll do a sort of scoping level study this year right. around okay. with 2,000 tons a day, uh, you know, to, to get our heads around what would be involved. And that'll set a program then as to how we, you know, advance okay. that initiative for next year. Um, okay. I don't want to distract the team there too much at the moment because, you know, we are focused on 1,000 tons and, and it's pivotal to us that we get that done as well. You know, a good pat on the back for them for doing the 500. It's been a big effort by them. Um, but not lose that focus and get you know make sure we keep delivering so so yeah we'll do that um but and at camp Amarado, we're going to be uh, uh furthering our work on the jameson cells and, and looking at how that can give us perhaps a step change in, in recoveries and chondrites there so two things like that you know running both of those uh while we focus on our tower delivery fantastic okay well i um, appreciate you coming on uh, mike I'm, I'm glad um things are advancing as rapidly as they are and positively as they are um stay in touch let's know how you get on please yeah super will do yeah thanks very much good to speak to you again Mel.